Y'all got your drink colors. That my drink. It was like, ooh, our lips look so good. I got good everything. Trust what else you got good, Al? <laughs> Take a look at that picture I sent you. I just figured I'd get the girls a little preview <laughs> of the spring summer collection, a.k.a. Okay. my body. It is TGIF. This is what y'all came for, right? Y'all came for this. Hey, everybody, welcome back to T. Bless you, Funky Dineva. <laughs> but you know what? We're ready to bless y'all, the soulmates, because you asked for two days a week, and we are giving it to you every Wednesday and Friday right here on Fox Soul. So go to tell your friends are going to join us on YouTube. Get in the chat and let us know how you really feel about us. We love getting those thumbs up and those heart emojis. So without further ado, let me introduce my esteemed co-host. Please welcome brand strategizer, Al Reynolds. Hey, Al. What's up, Claudia? What's going on? You good? I'm good. I'm halfway here, but hey, we're going to make it do what it do. <laughs> halfway? Are we going to get into that? Okay. And please welcome multimedia personality and uh, I can't say white woman of leisure. Kind of, though. White rich woman of leisure that's always boating, I guess. Uh, Funky Dineva. <laughs> Hello, world. Hello, world. <laughs> And I'm your host, Claudia Jordan, and this is TGIF. Hello. Good to see you guys. Hey, y'all. How you feeling today? We were both sick last week. Um, you know, I sent y'all a text message today, um, and I'm just really concerned about what all is going to come out of my mouth tonight, um, because from an emotional perspective, I am just really raw right now. Just really raw, exposed. I don't know if it's the alignment of the stars and the moon. I know a large part of it has to do with that mess that's going on with the baby and, and where that sent me. But I'm just feeling real. You know what? I don't give a F-U-C-K and what's on my heart is coming out my mouth. So legal department, <laughs> y'all might have to give <laughs> because I just don't care. Well, I think that's, I'm not worried about it one bit because I think that's the beauty of this show because we're able to be emotional about things, even with each other sometimes and still keep it um, intelligent and and still make good points, even through our emotion. So I think we're going to be just fine. And I am so ready. I got two drinks tonight to be <laughs> sipping and chugging while you are reading the hell out of, I know you're going to read the hell out of at least one person tonight. <laughs> so what's everybody sipping on tonight? Al, what you drinking tonight? I told you I'm barely here. Fiji water. Fiji water. Why? I've never uh, seen you drink water in my whole life. <laughs> but y'all know. Devil is <laughs> you ain't never, you don't drink water, Al. The, the, the water you drink is the ice from your vodka. Oh, gosh, you're funny. I wish I had a vodka tonight, I promise you. But are, I, you, okay? That's, are you okay? I, I'm okay. I look like I'm sex trafficking in my background. <laughs> <laughs> You do. Like, it looks like some glory hole stuff. Yes, it does. Wow. Well, we're telling on ourselves already only two minutes in. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, what happened? Oh, gosh. What happened to your background? You and the white man fall out? No. So, you know, I'm in Los Angeles. Um, and a good friend of mine, I was supporting him because he went out on his own and he got a studio 
in downtown Los Angeles. And when I got to the studio, <laughs> that Negro got a salon suite in a sheet. Okay. I bet it's a girl that do eyelashes next to you and do sew-ins next to her. Okay. Because <laughs> baby, this right here where I'm at, this right here, this is Liz Studio. That <laughs> is a sheet from the double tree. And it's got Listen, the nerve to be wrangled. <laughs> I know, right? But look, when I walked in, there was no microphone. There was no camera. Hugh, you know what it's also giving? It's also giving it's it's also giving organ harvesting, like there's plastic yes. behind them on the floor. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. There I think something... they kidnap the homeless people. They organ. Scary <laughs> movie, Law and Order SVU about right, right. But okay, I, I bet if you bad as you say you is, you'll pull that sheet down and let us see. <laughs> I dare you, Al. Hey, everybody in the chat, if you want to see Al. Drop down the sheet and see what's really going on behind him. Much like these salons, we get the nails done. There's like a little hole that goes in the back where we live. Put put some thumbs up in the chat if you want to see Al drop that sheet down. Oh thumbs shit! I'm okay, afraid Q. to see what's behind me if I drop the sheet down. Q, what you sipping on tonight? I'm sipping on a Bacardi rum and grapefruit juice. You know, whenever we go on the boat, I'm the one that has a, the collapsible wagon. So the benefits of that is when we get off the boat, I get to keep all the food, the napkins, the cups, and all the excess liquor because I'm the owner of the wagon. So child, I got a family reunion's worth of liquor in here. I got all <laughs> my solo cups. I'm good. Claudia, so that's think- true because remember when we were there, Remember, yeah. I purchased the, all the food and stuff. And all that food was in the wagon, and we never saw any of that again. Thank you, bitch. Thank <laughs> you. We bought his grocery for the week, vodka and we some, some sliced oranges. So um, we need our next trip. I, I I really feel we should go to Vegas in a couple of weeks. I got uh, again. I'm down. I'm down. Give can me y'all a do date. weekend? Can y'all do weekend after next? I'll check on commercial break. Okay. All right. So let's get into the show. We have a lot to talk about tonight. And I, I know you're feeling emotional, Q, and I love it. You know, I, I love stirring up the pot. So I cannot wait to hear what you got to say. Let me get these glasses on because some celebrities about to get red on this mo- on this show tonight. Okay. Um, let's get it. <sighs> Rapper baby made some homophobic comments over the weekend while on stage at the Rolling Loud Festival that left the LBGTQ plus community feeling really disrespected and rightfully so. baby stated, if you don't got AIDS, put a cell phone lighter up. If you don't suck D-I-C-K in the parking lot, put your cell phone lights up. Well, baby released a video Monday and responded to the critics by saying, I wasn't going on a rant. That's called a call to action. That's what that's called because I'm a live performer. He later apologized for his controversial comments regarding those affected by HIV and AIDS and admitted that what he said was insensitive as far as the community goes. But he said, I ain't tripping on y'all. You, um, y'all business is y'all business. Okay, he said, I ain't tripping on y'all. Do you? Y'all business is y'all business. Now, before we move forward, uh, you know, there are some celebrities that have spoken about his comments and we're going to get to that in a second. But what are your thoughts on his antics? And what are your thoughts on the apology? Was it enough? Well, there's one other thing I want to interject before I give my thoughts. Before that, he also doubled down after people were saying he offended his gay fans. 
And he said, no, my gay fans are classy. They're not sucking and effing and getting AIDS. He doubled down on it. That's so, right. he, so, he, so, so here's my thing. And here's part of what sent me in my downward emotional spiral today. Um, I woke up on a day like today, y'all, and I just don't even want to be a part of the Black community no more. Like, that's how I feel today. Mm-hmm. Like, we deal with all of this stuff from the outside world, right? And then we come home and just have to deal with all this other, you know, subsidiary oppression within the community. And it is hard. And just today being a black gay man in this country, it was just hard for me. Like, God, if you ready to come get me, tell me what terminal to show up at. And I will be there with my carry on bag. It's just enough. But I've also drawn the conclusion, and I said this, and I go into great detail on the YouTube video that I did, and I'm going to try to keep it brief here. You got on the stage, and of all the things you could have said, will my lady put the real hair? Put your hands up. If you got a $100 bill, put your hands up. Will my ladies with the good, you know what, put your hands up. That was at the forefront of your mind. And as they said in my comments, that was real Pacific. Okay, you're talking about people sucking dick in cars. That was real Pacific. Okay, like why that? Now, here's my other thing. And and here's the greater point. And and here's the greater conversation, because this is greater than the baby. As far as I am concerned, Quentin Antoine Latham, I am done defending standing by, supporting, marching, reposting, showing love for those the baby type. Those are no longer my brothers. We are not kinfolk. When the police shoot y'all down, tell your mammy to march and fry chicken because I'm not doing it. Because the thing about it is I see value in your life, but you don't see value in mine. Mm. Black women, the LGBTQ community, we get beat down so much by that faction of black men. I'm not talking about our solid brothers. I'm talking about, you know, and I hate to be stereotypical here, but I have to be. I'm talking about the pants sagging, wife beater tattooed on the face, smoke weed, popping Molly Mercoset, going to the strip club, fucking bitches, fucking hoes. That demographic of black men, y'all are the cancer of our whole community. Y'all take every opportunity y'all have to live up to every stereotype that they have about us. And I'm sorry, I'm done. I also said in my rant, y'all are the niggas that the police are fucking shooting down. Pardon my language. Somebody asked me one time during the George Floyd thing, and I couldn't answer honestly because the, the, the emotions was too raw. They were saying when a police officer gets behind you, do you get nervous? Bitch, no, I don't. I don't get nervous, okay? Because I know how I present in the world. I am not the Negro that when walking down the street, the white woman is clutching her purse from. It's you, the baby types. And y'all are the ones we out here marching for and steady fucking over our community, all right? Everything that is wrong is coming from that faction of our community. You right here talking about HIV and AIDS, but you don't stuck your dick in everything from Wyoming to Florida, all these damn baby mamas. So who is more prone to get HIV and AIDS and die in three weeks? The gays, the trans, or you who keeps running around. But for some reason, this behavior is glorified. And not only am I mad with him, I am mad at the rappers that have co-signed this. And I'm mad with you 
ignorant ass black women who supported it too. And that's right. I'm calling get mad, get mad all you want. I am specifically, I am specifically talking about you black women who support this toxic behavior. And it's the same toxic behavior, pardon my French, that's fucking y'all over. I could not agree with you more because as a black woman, I see, I, I feel a, a very um, similar. We're, we're in the front lines marching for these men as well as black women. And we don't always get the support back. Matter of fact, before they was coming for y'all, they was really coming for us in every single goddamn song as well. I'm sick of marching for someone that would call me a bitch or a hoe or a slut or a toss up or a bird or whatever. So yeah, I, I do agree with you on a lot of the things you said. I feel like there are black people and there are N-words. And I know that sounds terrible and someone's going to clip this little small part and drag me for it. And I don't give a damn because guess what? The ones that are going to get mad at these statements, we're talking about you. Yes. Because there are fantastic, beautiful black people that are helping progress us forward. And then we have just like white people, they got their white trash and their trailer park. They all got their bottom of the barrel just at just the same that drag them back. But for, for us, we get more... Um, painted with the same brush when it's a few of us acting like that. So yeah, I agree with you. Doing a lot of damage to the to our black community. We got to go to commercial break, guys. And Al, you can come back when we finish. We'll see you guys in two seconds, guys. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. Ooh, we see you in the comments. I was reading some of the comments during the commercial break and you said a whole word, Q. So they feeling every single thing that's been said so far. So uh, now we turn to uh, Al Reynolds. Al, what do you think about this story? How do you feel? Well, you know, the first thing that I want to do is acknowledge uh, Q's feelings and um, and his and 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 you know what what this incident has caused him to feel. I mean, it's really sad, and I, I just want to say, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you for dropping that knowledge and and really sharing your rawness and how you feel. Um, I always in these type of situations want to turn a negative into a positive somehow. And what I'm enjoying about this is the dialogue that it is causing within our own community. And that is something that I have to say. I don't know that we would have these conversations and we wouldn't get this realness that she was sharing with us on a national platform like this if the baby didn't do what he do, if he didn't do what he did. Despicable and all. I do say that I am glad that we're able to have these type of real raw conversations now, something that we would have never charted into without this. Okay. You know, there's one other thing that I want to push, right? And I did a short clipping on my YouTube video. Black people, enough is enough. I, and I said, I am calling into question the integrity of the NAACP and Black Greek letter organizations, because it is time that y'all let go of those outdated ass programs and get more progressive. We need a push from all of our organizations of power to drop the hammer on these record labels, these movie studios and these production houses to stop pushing this type of image, music, movies to our people. Now, yes, in the 90s, they were rapping about what they experienced, okay? I get it, it was poetry, it was an outlet. I also recognize that rap music is one of few exits from poverty. However, in 2021, what is now happening is that these kids are mimicking what they are hearing, okay? Right. And I tell you all the time, Jeezy told our kids trap or die, but sent his goddamn son to college. Do y'all honestly think Future is somewhere popping mollies and Percocets 
and liquor at the same damn time in the club, you idiot. But our kids are out here listening to it. They're right here, shoot them up, bang up, fuck a bitch in the ass, throw a rack at her. <laughs> turn it, turn it our women over, spread your pussy, bitch, all this type oh, of shit. Oh. You know what I'm saying? It started out as rapping what we heard and female sexual liberation. And it has now become the very demise of our community because it is a race to the bottom. Our youth, our children, they are racing. And here's the thing that bothers me the most about this. You will not find a Sony Zec executive, a Columbia executive alive that will sign a white artist that will talk about screwing white women in the ass and in the mouth, nothing on their face and dropping a rack on them, feed your community drugs, go around your daddy house and shoot his ass up. Name me a white artist. Name me a roster, name me a record label with a roster of white artists that go out and do a tour and each artist act after act after act after act is talking about shooting up their community, killing their community, making their women baby mamas and feeding them drugs. I'll wait. Well, you won't see that to your point. It's never going to happen because that would make them, they, they are embarrassed of, of their trash. They don't promote their trash like we promote our trash. And a lot of us wear it like a badge of honor. And then it's almost like a, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Okay, the community was messed up. So you rapped about your upbringing. Okay, but then there comes a point where you for sure got kids from the suburbs that go on and when they want to become a rapper and they are lying about the experience, they're not living anything near that life, but they're perpetuating it and the record companies cannot wait to sign them up. The production companies cannot wait to make that film. And that you're right, they don't do it with white people. They do not push their bottom of the bottom with them. But with us, our bottom is mainstream. And, and what they, white folks, I think these execs, they must think, oh, it's kind of cool. You're right, they don't do it. And that's a great point. It's a, it's it's a fantastic time. point. Time. It's time. Well, um, let's get to this real quick. I, we don't have a lot of time for this, but other celebrities, which I love, T.S. Madison and singer Dua Lipa, uh, Lipa and Elton John responded to baby's controversial statements. T.S. Madison tweeted, I ask simply, what was the reason you found so many reasons to show your nasty rhetoric and justify so much from baby? I honestly expect nothing different. A lot of you are the same ones that loved R. Kelly and were on his side until a boy came forward so um yeah t.s madison makes fantastic points and uh, it's kind of like a no-brainer what do you think about people calling for the baby's lyrics to be removed from dua lipa's uh, movie uh, song i'm sorry what do you think about that i think it's time for consequences i think the first thing that should have happened the following morning was that his record label should have been calling his agency and said we need to have an emergency meeting because his ass is about to be dropped from the label but because they make more and more and more money off the further perpetuance of ignorance, this just flies under the radar. There needs to be consequences. Yes, his lyrics should be dropped. Yes, and better yet, his record label should be held accountable. And that's why I say the NAACP and our Greek letter organizations with the power that we have, screw coming for his little ignorant ass and the little $2 that he got. Come for the label. Come for no, well the label. You know, if we're going to have the conversation as he relates to, you know, the LBGTQ community, let's also have the conversation to what he did to that female um, band definitely. where he slapped her and um, threw water in her face or whatever. You know, all those things like the baby has just been inflammatory for a very long time. And I think that this was just the icing on the cake. And I think, Q, you're right. I think there's time now for some accountability because this 
just running amok and doing whatever you want to do in the name of your experience, your black experience, it's just no longer um, effective, in my opinion. I, I just feel like that he, you can't, what happens in the music industry is that the worse they act, the more they're rewarded. And that's how they keep them behaving the way they behave. And that's how they keep getting these record sales and downloads and streaming. It's time when you are this infectious and causing this type of stir in the community, it's time for someone to hold them accountable and not just the artists, because the artist is only doing what the record label is allowing. I think the record label, like Q is saying, the record label and every all the sponsors, even the sponsors, the one of the main reasons I, I do believe that he apologized is because he got pushback from his sponsors, from his financial partners, from other people, you know, that the, the label is, is associated with. And that wasn't even a real apology, if you ask me. That wasn't an apology on what he said. That was an apology on the, the ruckus that it caused in the community. And that's where the problem lies, in my opinion. I, I, I totally feel that there should be some repercussions for this. And as a Black woman, I have to say this for my sisters that are watching this right now, I love that there's a call to action now that what he's doing and in, in these inflammatory comments that him and several other rappers are making against the community. But as a Black woman, I sit here and think, damn, we've been being called sluts and whores and bitches ever since the late 90s, uh, sorry, the late 80s, when we, it, it was bitches ain't shit, but ho like every song is telling us how we ain't shit and don't love us and F us and, and slap the bitch and slap her with a dick and get her out of your room. We've been getting this for a long time. So I feel your outrage, Q. And I think on this, I think we need to be allies. We absolutely right. need to be allies and fight this monster. And, and, and listen, we, we don't want to split our community up. I want them to see that they, the wrong they've done and maybe do better. Can you make a song without calling us I trash? Agree. I agree. And there's one point I want to add before we move on. I think too, yes, there has somehow been this divide between black women in, in, the, in, in the gay community. And unfortunately, black men like the baby is the white man to black people, okay? And given the opportunity to rise ahead and get through the door, they will close it for the rest of us. They don't want equality. They want privilege. And in closing, I caught a lot of flack in my comments because they were like, well, Q, he said stuff about women too, about having a smelly coochie, this, that, and the third. Mm -hmm. I recognize that. And all I can say to that to my sisters is, then y'all need to be as equally outraged as me. I don't have a coochie. So that comment, while I understand, recognize, and acknowledge that it's a horrible comment as well, that comment's not going to hit me at the same place that it's going to hit you. But I am equally, I want y'all to know, I am equally as mad for all the disgusting and disrespectful things this ignorant Negro got his ass up on that stage and said, including talking about the smells of y'all vaginas. Yeah, it don't have to affect us for us to be outraged. You know, I'm not a gay man, but I was pissed when I heard that. I was like, God damn, that was a little bit. But I get what they're saying. Oh, call to action. If you ain't got no, you know, if you got more than $10 in your pocket, do this. But why did you go down that route? That was very, like right, you said, right. very specific. Very specific. Very specific. <laughs> well, um, I, you know, they say uh, birds of a feather flock together. And this time, uh, struggle hairline and rapper who uh, we still don't know, uh, did he do it or not? I kind of think he did. Tory Lanez. 
He had one, you know, he was defending the baby. He tweeted the following message in support. He said, when did rap get so politically correct that you can't speak your mind and have an opinion? Why the F was rap started for us to speak our mind? Rappers will not always be right. And you don't have to agree, but they have a right to speak their mind. Tory Lanez, you love being dragged. You Do you just want people to just come for you constantly? Can you just <laughs> shut up for a minute? Like, let's get through your case first. Let's get through your hair first. Let's get well, through... All your struggles because you are inserting yourself where you probably you, do you want this smoke toy lanes? Do you and I'm a, and and I know we finna get in trouble for this, and I don't give a good goddamn. We not finna sit here and cover TI's ass either. TI put out a tweet that said, if little Nas X can talk his stuff, then why can't the baby talk his? Hashtag equality. And the difference is little Nas X is advocating for equality. What little uh, what the baby did was damaging. It was hurtful. It spread hateful rhetoric that causes people pain. And as far as I'm concerned, T.I., your ass need to be more concerned with ending up with Bill Cosby's ass was or sitting next door to goddamn R. Kelly with all these allegations around you drugging people, sticking your toes in their coochie and taking their damn tussy cat. And I'll take that email or that text from James, legal department, whoever else, whoever the hell else, because T.I. is associated with Fox. So I don't give a damn. Wrong is wrong. Wrong is wrong. And his ass is just as toxic and he co-signed the shit too. Wrong is wrong. And that's what I'm talking about. That faction of men, the Boosies, the T.I.s, the, the Babies, them them. Y'all are the downfall to the damn black community. Not the damn gays and everybody else. I said it and who gonna check me, boo? <laughs> All I wanted to say real quick, Claudia, because he's on a roll tonight. I'm waiting on oh. the bitch to send me an email. <laughs> James asked to get cussed out tonight. He called my line with this mess. <laughs> Hey, hey. They, don't, they don't mess around and got me hot. <laughs> yeah, take a sip, take a sip, take a sip. So anyway, yeah. I just want to say Tory Lanez better have picked up something and supported the baby. I, in my mind, when I saw it, I'm just going to try to make light of what's going on in the conversation. I know the uh, baby was like, I need your help, bro. Like, and Tory was like, okay, I got your back because he got him the performance. It was disrespectful that he brought Tory Lanez on the performance, you know, right after Megan Thee Stallion. So Tory Lane better have had the baby's back. I see why Tory Lane definitely supported that. That these men are just giving happened. me small, just small D energy with all this bitch assness that they're doing. Like it's really giving me a small D energy. Like angry, mad at the world, mad at women, mad at the gays. Here, is what, here is what you must admit, right? Because in their world, in their world. Me and Al are less of men, right? We're less than a man. But I want to ask all the mothers out there, if your children's school had career day today or tomorrow about your child's future, which person do you want to come speak to your children about having a fruitful future? Me and Al or the baby and Lil Boosie and T.I.? Tell the truth. Claudia, send us a commercial podcast. I know you. <laughs> well, this might be our last show. We've had know, a fantastic right? time. We're going to take a quick break. And if they let us come back, we'll be back with more TGIF right after this. Ooh, we got this. <laughs> come on. We got this. This is good. I like. I love the. I love I'm, the, I'm glad I got, I got, I'm glad so I got two shows. I'm glad I got two shows on Fox. So. And the camera. <laughs> Tech, pan the camera on me. There comes a time 
in every media professional's career where you get a little over emotional and you you exceed the line of professionalism. And right. in our prior uh, segment, I definitely did that. And I definitely want to apologize to the viewers and the Fox Soul family for my comments. Uh, it's just tough. You know, those emotions yeah. have been festering yeah. for the entire weekend, constantly being under attack, being a, a, a black gay man. And I definitely lost it. So I definitely want to apologize to those out there. I offended James DeBose, our legal department, Fox Soul. Um, this will not be a regular practice. Um, but these things are real, y'all. And it's who I am. I'm not going to always be perfect, but it's how I felt in the moment. And I'm sorry. Let's move on. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Come on, let's go. Uh, Al, don't tell me what to do. Here we go. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Can I, I get look. a raise? <laughs> you know what, Al? Let's go. Okay, listen. Let's get into this. Uh, Ed Buck. I'm sorry. No, we're going to get into that a little bit later. <laughs> Let me, let's, 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 let's lighten it up a little bit. We're going to have a little fun. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay. Uh, according to People Kelly Magazine, Clarkson. Kelly, I got, Kelly Clarkson has been ordered to pay her soon-to-be ex-husband, Brandon Blackstock, uh, almost $200,000 each month in spousal and child support in L.A. County. An L.A. Uh, County judge handed down the order on Tuesday that Clarkson was to give $150,000 a month in spousal support, as well as $45,601 per month in child support. What are your thoughts on this settlement, you guys? What do you think? He deserved every damn dime. Last week, it was it was it was it was Trey uh, wife, and y'all was talking about pay that lady her money, and he she only getting ten percent, and she deserved more. He deserved every damn dime. That's right, Jason. Sit on your ass and be a rich white man. Don't do nothing. <laughs> Order margaritas at Saks Fifth Avenue <laughs> on her money while she take her ass to work every day and continue to send them checks home to you. Collect your money, paper. Matter of fact. She just getting this show with Ellen. When she get this this Ellen show, get her ass back to court and get some more. <laughs> you know what's so interesting about this? This is a very interesting story, and it's funny that Q took that perspective. Now, in this particular case, um, he is only getting support for two years, and that's it. Um, unlike Nicole Young, he is only allowed to collect this $200,000 a month for two years. Um, and the reason being is she hired, Kelly Clarkson hired Laura Wesser. I don't know if you guys know who she is, but that's Kim Kardashian's celebrity divorce attorney. And she actually put a kibosh to everything that he asked of Kelly, because believe it or not, there's an accusation in this um, divorce of fraud. Now, I can't wait to read the, the court documents on who was fraud and who in this situation. And believe it or not, also in the court documents, Kelly Clarkson claims that she had no idea that this divorce was coming. I think we're gonna see a whole lot of good details surrounding this divorce, as long as they don't keep trying to clean it up because she's the new it girl in media. You know, um, I was married before for less than a year. And when I filed for my annulment, I put fraud. Fraud is a way where you cannot be too messy 
And it covers a lot of things where you don't have to get specific or as some of our viewers like to say, Pacific. So <laughs> you can cover a whole lot of things with fraud. And it, it would be interesting to know what that is, but you don't have to disclose exactly what it is, but it can cover a whole wide range of things. I, I was being cool, like not to be, you know, to say exactly what it is, but it's a, it's a good way to kind of, it could be uh, several things. Well, actually. in this in this particular case, there are a number of things that they put as examples of the fraud. One being the prenup. Um, so, like I said, this is going to be very interesting to see if they really let what really is going on in Kelly Clarkson and her ex husband's life come to light. Only because she is now the it girl in media, and I don't think it'll it'll be favorable if everything that's really going on comes out. It's so weird that all of a sudden they picked her to be that girl. Right. Well, they had no choice. They had, there was nobody. And, and that's the problem in media right now. You know, with, with the line of succession, I'll do you a very funny one. I'm going to tell all the folks business right now. Um, Married to Medicine ain't got no damn showrunner. They can't find no black show. They want a black one and they can't find one because the Carlos Kingses of the world have not bred other people to come behind them to be able to run these shows. There's only a few people who, I mean, and quite frankly, I don't even think Kelly Clarkson was the best pick. You know what I'm saying? I think that she was right. relatable. And I think they just, I think they decided, okay, we can put the machine behind her and make her the next mm -hmm. damn animal. But quite frankly, I think Wanda Sykes would have been a better damn pick than damn Kelly Clarkson, but maybe Wanda wasn't available. Maybe she didn't want it. Fact of the matter is, there's no line of succession. Where's the next Oprah? Where's the next Phil Donahue? Where's the next Arsenio Hall? Where's the next J There's where's the next Jimmy Kimmel? There's no up and comings, and they don't pour into them. So we get stuck with Kelly Clarkson yesteryear ass. Um, hell, before we know it, Fantasia Barino gonna be hosting Good Morning America. This <laughs> damn right. No, 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 she won't because you can be white and be mediocre or just be okay. And they will throw the whole bag at you. When you're black, you better be a comedian, an expert, a scientist, a head of your class. Right. You got to be so damn good to get those kind of opportunities where you're going to be hosting a daytime syndicated na nationally, right. you know, a national show like that. They, they make it so hard for us. Anyways, let's move on. Speaking of hard, someone who won't be getting hard anymore in public uh, in freedom. That damn Ed Buck, six-year-old uh, known fixture in the West Hollywood political ring, was convicted Tuesday of charges that he allegedly supplied uh, methamphetamine that killed two black men during a party and play encounter at his apartment. Now, this guy got away with murder for years. I've been saying this, but finally they got his ass. He'd been doing this. He'd been feeding meth to young black struggling, financially struggling men that he uh, got lured to his place or had these parties. He, he The trial gave voice to men that he took advantage of. And, 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 you know, there were lots of claims that the men were homeless and often did escort work just to stay afloat and just to make ends meet. Now, Buck paid men extra to let him inject them with meth. And they claimed that he enjoyed seeing them get so high that they lost control. Now, there was also a video of Ed in court that showed him touching some of the men sexually when they were asleep or unconscious. Buck was found guilty of all nine charges and received a minimum sentence of 20 years in prison. What are your thoughts on the story, fellas? Party, I think you ain't S-H-I-T and God ain't in you. We just came up with that first story that worked, that, that worked my nerves to the point of cancellation. Now you're going to bring us back to the story. <laughs> we're going to go out with a bang. If we're going to go out, it's going to be with a bang. Right. That's all. Okay, so... <laughs> I, <laughs> 
<laughs> We're gonna ride it that, all the way. I bet they back there sitting up nervous as hell right now on Pins Q, and Q, Listen. don't make us have to be on Zeus. I like Fox. Okay. <laughs> Listen, what I will say is that it's about time. Um, you know, it is unfortunate and it is assumed because of the level of financial support that he had and the clout that he had in the political arenas that he has gotten away with some of this stuff for so long. I mean, I don't know how many people out there you can call an ambulance and a dead body leave out of your house on drugs and then you get to go live your life and then get to do it again. Or the stories hit reports that people escape in your house like law and order SUV victims running out dazed and confused in the middle of the street about to get hit by dump trucks and you still get to survive and continue to do it again and again. Justice has finally been served for this nasty, um, raggedy, you know, whatever it is he is from a mental perspective. White men have fetishized black men and black penis for so long. And the thing that baffles me so much is that in the daylight, they want dominion over us. But in the moonlight, they want to give us dominion over them. And that is the thing that's so confusing for me. And that's a whole nother show for a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. Al, what you got? So, uh, you know, let me tell you, we've already covered his privilege. We already covered he's 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 done not just five years, 10 years. He's done, you know, in excess of a decade of this. This is what upsets me about this story. OK, technically, he killed these people. He killed these young men. He killed these young men. But he's only getting two counts of distribution resulting to death. He's only getting four counts of distribution of drugs. He's only getting one count of drugs involved in a premise. And he's only getting two counts of commerce prostitution. Where is the murder? Where is the accountability for killing these young men? I promise you, this is unacceptable. And that attorney general, uh, Chelsea Norrell, I know you feel like this is a victory for you, but it's not a victory for us. A victory for us is that he be charged with murder, period. Well, well I think that booty going to get murdered when he go to prison because um, they, they, they go, he gonna get he going to get his. We'll be right back. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And if the show's not canceled, we'll see you in two minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yo, we need a reality. Uh-huh. Hey, we got a job. We still got a job. Yeah. <laughs> we we good. We we, we good. Got a job. We, we good. Got a job. <laughs> we good. What is we, okay. Hold on. We we ain't gonna say his name, but to the man who shall name nameless, because he's sick of us saying his name on the show. We that's why we rocked with you. And you know what? We ain't gonna go ahead and take that money from Zeus or Revolt when they try to come take us away from your network. We're gonna stay right here with us. I'm gonna say something like, and I, I did an Instagram post the other day that oh, said the God. reason why I love being on Fox Soul is because. Fox Soul is the first network I've been affiliated with that allows me to be me without being tempered. And it allows us to have that kitchen table black talk that we are all thinking. 
The conversations need to be had and the SHIT needs to be said. And y'all got the right film one to say it. Now let's move on to the next. All right, let's go, y'all. Well, what needs to happen right now is I need to read this goddamn read so we can get our checks and not get taken off this network. So let me go ahead and do my thing. Mute your mic so you don't laugh while I'm talking. All right, y'all. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment all in one place, and you can find the largest selection of audiobooks ranging from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, languages, business motivation, and original entertainment from top celebrity creators and thousands of popular and binge-worthy podcasts. As an Audible member, you will get one credit every month, good for any title in the entire premium selection. That means the latest bestseller, the busiest new release, the buzziest new release, the hottest celebrity memoir, or that bucket list title you've been meaning to pick up. Those titles are yours to keep forever in your Audible library. And it doesn't end there. You will also get full access to Audible's popular Plus catalog, which is filled with thousands and thousands of audiobooks, original entertainment, guided fitness and meditation, including ad-free versions of your favorite shows and exclusive series. Now, whether you're working from home, cooking, exercising, on a walk, or just relaxing, Audible is easily accessible. And guess what? Audible can help people with their personal goals. Now, if you want to learn something new, get more books, focus on your well, your wellness, mind and body, or a simple, uh, just, you know, relaxing enter- entertainment uh Listen, uh, Audible will help you do just that. <laughs> and new members can also try Audible for 30 days on us. Just visit audible.com slash T or text T to 500-500. Once again, visit audible.com slash T or text T to 500-500. All right, y'all. All right. Uh, everybody good? Everybody? Girl, Dad, we still got a job. Yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out to everybody watching in the in the chat, the live chat. We up to fourteen hundred. Let's get up to fifteen hundred. So everybody, text your peoples and tell them to tune in to TGIF Live or catch us tomorrow on the replay. And uh, sometimes I get to drag Al Reynolds into the comments on the replay. We're gonna get funky in there one of these days. Y'all know, I'll out. be sleep because I go down to the bar after the show. So by the time I get y'all group text, child, yeah, the party be over. We gonna need you to get up before three p.m. Sometimes, okay. I mean, you know, don't hate me because I'm a rich white woman who live a life of leisure. Okay. You know, but okay. Uh, listen, let me white. <laughs> uh, let's speaking of white people and white people news. A recent interview, um, Ashton Kutcher and Mila, Mila Kunis revealed that they don't believe in bathing their kids or themselves too often. Mila explained that. Uh, this is so damn nasty. Using soap every day rids the body of its natural oils. They only wash their vital body parts on a daily basis. Now, Ashton further explained that he washes his armpits and crotch and sometimes throws water on his face if he works out. If he works out. Oh, are you serious? If he works out, only sometimes throws water on his face. Okay. Ashton also stated that they never bathe their newborns. And if they saw dirt on them, they would clean them. And that's pretty much it. Are y'all surprised? And what in the wet dog is going on? Y'all get ready for us to almost lose our jobs again. (laughs) (laughs) Tonight's show is a test. It is a test. God is testing us to the next level. I'm sorry. We're going to lose our jobs again. But... (laughs) Y'all been, been new white people wasn't clean. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's why we don't eat from y'all ass at the potlucks and at the Christmas dinners. 
That's why we don't drink behind y'all. That's why in college it was always outbreaks of monos in the white sorority houses. You ain't never heard them say it's an outbreak of mono in the Q house. It's an outbreak of mono at the Delta Sigma Theta house. That is why black people don't be on The Bachelor because we don't go around kissing six and seven and 12 people <laughs> in the mouth in the same damn week. Y'all been new white folks was nasty. This ain't even no damn story. I'm just mad that they damn put this mess out. Oh, just nasty. Talking about they don't wash the baby until they see dirt on it. Baby walking around smelling like hot mayonnaise. And then you come around, she don't bathe. She don't bathe. So I, I, and I'm to believe that you putting your face down in that all natural Tussie cat and she ain't even got no, like like grandma say, some warm water. She ain't even sat her ass down in no warm water. Well, you know what? We got to take our last commercial break. Oh, and God. if we're not canceled, we'll give you the last few minutes. Like Juanita Bynum said, you're nasty. You're nasty. Go to break. Go to break. We go to break. Welcome back to TGIF. Let's try to get in two stories in a game before we get out of here. Now, Simone Biles. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. I can't wait to watch the, read the comments tomorrow when I rewatch the show with y'all in the, mm. in the chat. Simone Biles shook things up a bit when she announced she was planning to withdraw from the Olympics, uh, the finals in Tokyo, and uh, the team ended up getting second. She stated she wasn't completely mentally able to continue, and she feared she would be injured due to her mental health. She released a statement saying, this Olympic Games, I wanted it to be for myself when I came in and felt like I was still doing it for other people so that just like hurts my heart because doing what i love has been kind of taken away for me to please other people what are your thoughts on this al listen <laughs> simone uh is the most decorated american gymnast she has over 30 olympic and world championship medals she's considered one of the world's biggest athletes and stars debatably the greatest in the and the most dominant gymnast in all times if she wants to sit down because she's tired or she's dealing with something, young lady, have a seat and we're going to continue to praise you. That is what it is. You're, you're an amazing black woman. And if you're tired or if you just need a break, take it. Who cares if it's the Olympics? You, mm -hmm. You've proven yourself. Let, let, let me tell you what's really going on down there in Tokyo. <laughs> let me tell you. They was down there messing with mama, okay? They was down there messing with her making her feel less than mean girl in her. So what she first did was, and this is how I know they was around there messing with mama. And mama said, I'm going to fix y'all ass. She originally dropped out of just the team sports and was going to do just her solo events. So that in protest is saying, oh yeah, y'all want to treat me like this? See if you win collectively without me. Then you know what mama said? She said, you know what? Bump all of that. I got my medals. I got my bed. <laughs> Y'all trying to get what I already got. I don't been there, done it after round. I got mine. So whether I participate in this one or not, I still leave out in the legacy as the top gymnast. So you know what? Since you want to talk that big shit to me, Y'all can have it. And I'm finna go sip lemonade with the rich white women back at home. Thank you for this money <laughs> and thank you for these costumes. Good night. That's what you know, happened. I heard there was something with the with the judging. You know, she she has a move that's named after her because only she can do it as far as women are concerned. So uh, they, as far as the, the degree of uh, difficulty, they weren't giving her her total points on that. So because they're kind of penalizing her for being 
the Great. only one that could do that move, right? Right. So there's that. I did feel bad for her team, especially her best friend, Jordan Childs, because she was so excited and like, that's her best friend. And then she fell on the floor exercise. I hope that she comes back and does her individual events because she can get her individual goals. And whether it be in Mean Girls or not, that that she still get our individual goals. You know what I mean? I hope so. But I will say there was a, a little raggedy ass um, first person on the uh, conservative news channel that was coming for her saying, you know, if Tom Brady gets anxiety halfway through the Super Bowl, he can't just quit and say I'm out. So he was like coming for her on that. So, you know, that, that's a, there's a whole big debate about that. Before we go, I want to get on this uh, quick story. If we can get into it real quick and then a last minute for the game. Uh, there's a black woman that says she was labeled as a child trafficker by Frontier Airlines, which is one step above spirit. She was traveling with her four-year-old adopted white sister. Now, uh, as soon as the black woman and her sister landed in Dallas, she was approached by the police on, at the airline. And they explained that they were contacted by a Frontier's airline after uh, there was a concern filed by a passenger who thought the little girl was being sex trafficked. Do you think they felt obligated to question her relationship because she's a black woman with a white sister? And would this have taken place if this was a white woman with a black child? What do y'all think? So to answer your latter question, if it was a white woman with a black child, it would not have happened, right? But we're not going to pretend like the Sesame Street game, one of these things is not like the other. It's not common that you see black women walking around with white little girls, okay? Mm -hmm. And coupled, coupled with all the propaganda about sex trafficking through the airports, you know what I'm saying? It's not far-fetched that someone's mind would go there. That's all I have on it. Okay. Um, Al, do you want to speak on this or do you want to play our game? Um, I'll play the game. I will say this as a, someone that is black and has a white mama. I used to get asked if I was adopted all the time, but nobody bothered to check if I was being sex trafficked. That's kind of messed up. Now. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know, in this, <laughs> in this particular case, there was a Karen on the flight and she wasn't even sitting near them, but close to them. And uh, allegedly she observed and heard conversation that caused pause for her. So she went and told the, um, air, the, the flight attendant and the flight attendant went and told the pilot. And of course, it's Frontier's protocol that once someone tells that they have to report it. So I just thought that that was but, but very, But let me ask you a question. Let me ask you another question. Isn't, unfortunately, our Black sister got the negative end of the stick, but isn't that our system working the way we want it to work in the event that our girls are being sex trafficked? That's true. And then throw her down on the ground and kick her in the head and put handcuffs on her. They pulled her to the side for some questioning. Isn't that what we do want considering this sex traffic problem that we have. Mm. That's true. That's a whole nother conversation. I, I, the way that this unfolded was unfortunate. I don't think it was being protective at all. We, we're going to skip the game until Friday because we don't have enough time. I just find it so funny when Spirit or Frontier... Got the nerve. Says, got the nerve. Why don't you worry about having roaches or fleas on your plane? Why don't you worry about... at the gate so people can stop fighting. Can I get some Doritos on my five-hour flight from L.A. to Miami? Like, y'all have other things to worry about, but you worrying about this passenger who's with her little sister. I don't know. I'm just saying. Anyways, y'all, we made it through the show. Yeah, I, we'll we, didn't get, we didn't get fired. We'll see you next time. Y'all stick around for the Tammy Mack Show and watch us on the replay tomorrow on the YouTube channel. We'll see y'all Friday. Love y'all. All right. Take care.